Director Lynn Shelton has passed away at the age of 54. She was admired by many, and especially beloved as one of the bright lights of the independent film movement. Lynn directed a number of films in a short period of time, among them Your Sister, Sister, Sword of Trust, and her breakout hit, Hump Day. It was on the occasion of Hump Day's release that we were honored to welcome her to our podcast, alongside the stars of her film, Mark Duplass and Joshua Leonard. Here is a replay of that conversation. I started with Mark Duplass. I wanted to work with Mark, um, who I'd met on the set of another film called True Adolescence. Uh, so I was trying to think about different scenarios, different characters that might be fun for him to play around with. And um, another buddy of mine, Joe Swanberg, another filmmaker, came to stay with me in Seattle and went to Hump, which is the real name of Hump Fest, and uh, in Seattle, that is a real festival, amateur porn festival, and he talks um, about the gay porn that he saw at this festival, and he talked about it uh, quite a bit for the next several days. And um, I found that really uh, amusing, and I was wondering why I found that so amusing that a straight guy would talk, uh, you know, a lot unselfconsciously about the fact that he was compelled by this gay porn that he'd seen. And I realized it was because there's a very specific relationship that straight guys um, have or are supposed to have with gayness, and um, and just because of the fact that he had, it was you know that the he had gone to this festival and gay porn was kind of. I don't know, it just started my brain going around in very devilish circles, and I came sure. up with our and entertaining scenario. And I, I'm assuming that, you know, when you came up with this idea that, obviously, it, you must have known that, okay, this is provocative, and this is going to raise eyebrows, but how do I get past the provocativeness and actually get people hooked into the story? And how, how early on did you realize, you know what, I, I can't just simply do a, you know the the hook of the film I got to get I got to get involved with it emotionally yeah right right away I mean uh, yeah I basically I think from the very beginning realized that this was going to be a movie that had a high concept that was going to get people into the theaters um, and but it would really be kind of a MacGuffin you know it would be this um, this way to get people in there and then once they were there I was going to um, kind of pull the rug out from underneath their expectations by giving them a really believable and um, human treatment of, of what they, you know, what sounds like it's just going to be a broad farce, but none of us were interested in making this movie at all unless it was going to be, uh, you know, trying to meet the challenge of doing it in a, in, a, in a believable way. What do you contribute that is in the in the air, in, in the zeitgeist, in the last couple of years of like, with the Apatow films and you know, I Love You Man, with kind of this this notion of uh, you know, mandates or bromance. That in Hump Day is it, not that, but it, it kind of sort of subverts some of those conventions from kind of the mainstream films that are dealing with similar issues. Um, basically, why is why is bromance in the air in general? These kind of I mean, there's, you know, there's always, there's, I mean, there is a long history of buddy movies. I mean, I just, I just rewatched Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, and that is, man, that is classic, classic man love, you know, man on man, straight guy on straight guy, platonic but very, very passionate man love, and and uh, so it's 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 been around a long time, 
but you're right, there's, there's more that's sort of coming up to the surface. And I mean, I know, I know that my film, I don't think Humpty could have been made, you know, 10 years ago, maybe even five years ago, mm-hmm. um, at least in quite the same way, or maybe it wouldn't have had, we could have made it, but you just, it wouldn't have had the same kind of accessibility. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that people are just more open about and, and cool with, with, uh, with gayness. You know, homophobia is not, is frowned upon these days, you know, thank God. And it's, it's, uh, just, it, it's just one of those cultural, major cultural shifts, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really fascinating to me that it happens to be opening in New York and Seattle on the same day that Bruno is opening. You right. know, and there's another movie that is, is t- obviously a totally different tone, <laughs> but is, uh, is really, um, is kind of dealing with a lot of the same, same territory, you know. Right. And so, yeah, it's just kind of a big sort of cultural moment, I guess. And you studied uh, theater, and I'm wondering what that background, how that background served you with this particular material, because obviously, you know, this could have, you know, this is kind of a idea that could be one of those experimental theater projects, but obviously you're working in film, so I'm wondering what of your theater background did you bring to this material? Um, I think an empathy for the acting process. I know that I also remembered um, that when when directors really trusted me uh, as an actor that I always brought more to the project, you know, more of myself, more energy, and I think I, I did a better job. And so, um, and that sense in general in, in theater, that was the one time in my life that I really had I experienced collaboration. And so, the, you know, I, I wasn't the one at the helm, but I'd been a part of that process. And so that, I think, all contributed heavily. And so when she came up with this idea. What was that like uh, when she said, you know, I have an idea that's something I think we can work on, and she tells you, did she tell you the idea, or did she just give you the script and say, look at this? And what was your reaction? She she pitched the the basic idea of of two guys who are interested in, in hump fests, and they're straight guys, and they're interested in potentially making a porn film for hump fests, and... That was it, you know. Um, there was no script. There was really no set story at the point she brought it to me. And um, we kicked it around a little bit and got to the idea that the two straight guys would actually try to make one of those films for the festival. And then, um, and then, you know, uh, she asked me if I wanted to play Andrew, the character that Josh plays, and I felt a little more connected to, to Ben. Um, and I had just played a role in a movie called True Adolescence where I was a bit of the... Peter Pan, slacker, kind of a uh, little bit too old for the adventuring lifestyle, and so I didn't want to repeat that role. And so, uh, you know, then the question came up of who, well, who's going to play Andrew? Um, and I immediately thought of Josh because we had, had struck up a friendship uh, recently, and um, I knew he had the right energy to work at least opposite me, um, you know, and, and at the risk of sounding pretentious or actually there's really no risk it's going to sound pretentious um <laughs> it, you know it uh, lynn and i both felt like i have such a strong dominant personality and i argue very forcefully and i argue with you know uh, every ounce of intelligence that i can muster and i usually dominate most people and we needed someone who would be sort of you know a really true equal on this front and i knew josh well enough to know like he's super smart he's very sensitive very aggressive, can also be very passive-aggressive and manipulative, all the right qualities uh, for, you know, a, a true adversary. Sounds like y'all had a connection early on, even before the material. 
But, but Jack, well, Jack, let me ask it's, you. It's, it's wonderful to, like... to know that, that somebody thinks so many wonderful and terrible things about you all at once. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you. What was it like when you when you heard about the the, the concept and, and you and you read it? What what was your initial reaction? Well, well, I just have to say I got the most obtuse film pitch in film history, which was Mark Duplass, I believe, uh, in uh, in retrospect, playing on the fact that I was a fan of him as a, as a person and as a filmmaker who just sent me a one-line email asking me if I wanted to play his best friend in a movie that his friend Lynn was directing, um, to which I said yes, to which he then told me it was a film about two straight guys who try to make a gay porn. <laughs> so I, um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I walked into this project doing it, doing it for the people, much less much more so than, than for the pitch. And I, I guess had enough faith in Mark. And then because of his vouch for Lynn and, and, and uh, subsequently watching her films that nobody was interested as, as Lynn said in, in, in making a farce. And and so that so that became really interesting. It became a tremendous challenge to take such a kind of stupid high concept pitch about these two doofusy alpha male dudes who paint themselves into a corner and uh and reverse engineer into something really human and really right. hopefully relatable. Well well let me ask you this guys. I mean uh, you know, this film was a big hit at Sundance and Obviously, you, you've been, you've had the Sundance experience with the big sensation. Uh, you know, it was literally, I guess it was ten years ago, returning to the scene of the crime uh, of, with the Blair Witch Project. What did you know now, when when going to Sundance of that experience that you know you were in a film that was going to be buzzed about as opposed to from that first time around? Well, I I think you know. I think right now I I think just personally in my life um I try to work with people I like I try to do um things that I think I'm good at and you know do my best once I get there and then um and then if if things do work out just uh to appreciate every second of it because in my experience, most of the time it doesn't work out the way you think, mm-hmm. and, um, and and I know just um, the stamina and the absolute lack of uh, backup plan are the two things that have you know kept me going for the last 15 years in independent film. Mm-hmm. Um, but but when you know, there's no better case scenario than when you make a film for the right reasons with people that you love and respect and an audience responds to it, too. It is such an absolute win all the way around that, um, you know, and, and, and with with the limited amount of, of theatrical distribution at this point, just knowing that Hump Day is going into theaters with, um, you know, about the budget of an economy car um <laughs> you know, is really the, the, the amount of obstacles that you have to swerve around to even get where we, we're at is is such a win that, um, you know, I just, 
I, I, I'm just, I'm just really grateful for it. And um, don't expect the next one or the next five to work out so well. But you know, it, it's a great checkpoint along the way. Right. When did y'all realize? You know, obviously y'all knew each other, so there must have been a little bit of an inherent trust there. But then when you started really working, you know, working with the material and kind of feeling it out, when did you realize, you know, okay, yes, we knew each other before this, but, you know, now we're, that there really is a an emotional connection going on between you two in the act, when, how early on did that occur, or was there a specific moment when that, you realized that was occurring? I had a very strong instinct about Josh, and I, I, you know, you meet enough people in this world where you get a great feeling right off the bat, and 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 I had a very good feeling about him. But I would say it was in that process of Josh, Lynn, and myself hanging out in L.A. in the back room of my house, talking about the story, developing characters, and I can't pinpoint a specific moment, but you know, it was that process of the three of us pitching ideas to each other, and normally when you're in that scenario people justifying and fighting to the death as to why their idea was the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but Josh and I very quickly realizing that, like, we had no ego involved and, and no reason not to just take the best idea in whatever came. And, and he and I were both equally good at that. And, and so it was then we started having those sort of knowing looks with each other that, you know, really, really builds that, that nice connection. Right. And what's the reaction like been from audiences? And I guess particularly... What, what have you heard from, from the men in the audience? What, what do they say when they see this film? Gay dudes love this movie, and I don't exactly know why, but they're loving the movie. Um, you know, the straight guys that, that I have talked to specifically in this movie, you know, the thing that's really connecting with me is they're saying things to me like, man, I kind of didn't want to come see this movie because the premise seemed a little stupid, but my friend told me I should, so I did, and I'm so glad I did because... I never really thought I could connect with the, the, the thought of having sex with one of my best friends, but knowing what this movie is rooted in now and knowing that it's about friendship and it's about the desire to connect with your former self and the best version of yourself and how confusing that gets, you know, I really see, like, holy shit, like, I could see myself doing what Ben and Andrew got themselves into, and that's a huge victory for us. 